Welcome to the Talking with Tata podcast. I'm your host, Andy Schneider, also known as Tata. Today, we are going to have on Alexa Lee. She founded her jewelry line in 2010. I'm actually wearing one piece right now of her jewelry and really had this vision of creating a jewelry line that was relatable. One thing you're going to notice from our podcast is she is very relatable. She is funny. She is an amazing mom. It comes across on the podcast. A few things you're going to learn about is just how she started her jewelry business and the social media impact of it all, COVID, just everything, and really how you can't predict what's going to happen. Well, she's born in California, lived in New York, and moved to Miami actually right before COVID, a few months prior. Kind of thought she was going to be here for about six months, which turned into, I don't know, four years later. We talk about just her accomplishments as a mom and her accomplishments as a business owner. I like the flexibility that it's given me to determine what success means to me, and it doesn't necessarily, might not be what it means to other people, mm-hmm. but I think... Anybody that's looking to start something should go in clear about that. Like what would success look like for them? Mm -hmm. I also think it's important to keep things in perspective. Your day gets derailed Mm -hmm. often. Your work gets derailed often. I like to keep it in perspective and just say like tomorrow's a new day. You know, I'll get to it tomorrow. It's okay. She has three kids, Cy, Dean, and Ever. I actually have worked with her daughter, Ever, in just classes. She hosted one of my first Tata classes, and we have worked together for a few years now. One thing that I think you should really take away from today's podcast with Alexa is have fun with your kids. And that's actually going to be what we talk about in Tata's tip of the week. Tata's tip of the week is to have fun with your children. And one thing that you know, Alexa will talk about in today's podcast is take your children outside, have fun with them. And if it's not fun, what's going on? Motherhood is not going to be perfect. I have seen and worked with enough moms to know this. Have fun with your child and especially a child who maybe needs to work on their speech or maybe needs to work on their language. You don't have to sit inside and read a book to work on speech or maybe go through worksheets of articulation. Go outside with your child, do the laundry with them, cook, You know, you can bring your child to a coffee shop. You can even bring them to Target and put them in the wagon and talk about what you see. We've talked in so many other tips how talk about what you're looking at and just have a conversation with your child. Give your child really just a voice. And that's part of this tip today is your children are your friends and bring them out and have fun with them. Go to a restaurant, have them order their food rather than you just speaking for them. And I'm happy to post so many different activities that you can do and make it fun. Talk about the environment, the trees you see, go in the pool. And one thing that Alexa on today's podcast really talks about is, you know, her accomplishment as a business owner and as a mom is just have fun with it. And that's something I want to really relay into Tata's tip of the week. Have fun with your child, whether they are two, six months old or six years old. Go outside with them, make it fun, make speech therapy fun and just explore the world. Born in California, Alexa Lee Meyer founded her jewelry line in 2010 with the vision of creating a jewelry that really could be worn every day and look good at any occasion, for example. Not that everyone can see, but I'm wearing one of my favorite necklaces from you today and I wear it at night too. Um, So welcome (laughs) to the podcast, Alexa. Thank you. Happy to be here. Thank you. And just to start off, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and just your family and really your background? I feel like there's a long version and a short version, but I'll give you the short version. Um, (laughs) Give us whatever you want. So I'm Alexa. I have 
three children, two boys and a girl. And I started my jewelry line, like you said, back in about 2010, but it was always on the side. I held other positions for a long time. And then it was really after maybe a year after Sai was born that I ended up really dedicating more of my time to the line. And I shouldn't say that because I had a child, but you know. Yeah, <laughs> I went yep. full time with Alexa Lee. Yeah, I actually read somewhere that a piece of jewelry broke. Is that really how your business got started? Yeah, yeah. Good job. You know your stuff. Thank you. So that's the longer version, but now we're going there. All right, I, hit us with that. Uh, yeah, a necklace broke, and my dad happened to have just said, like, really casually, "Why don't you make it?" And he said it so nonchalant that I was like. Yeah, sure. Like, sounds easy enough. I was always really artistic and crafty. Like, fast forward, I'm home with like a hot glue gun and I think a bottle cap and I like melted a spoon. And meanwhile, it was nothing that anyone would want to wear. And I quickly realized like, I didn't have the skill set to actually make the jewelry, but I could draw what I wanted. So I used to go out on my lunch breaks from work to the Diamond District. And kind of like knocked on people's doors trying to find somebody to help me make my creations, which is actually now that I think back, it's like so out of character. I think I was very desperate to have something more fulfilling Mm -hmm. in my life. What were you doing at the time that you weren't? I was doing, yeah, I was doing ad sales, which wasn't creative at all. Yeah, I started and had this outlet, started making pieces for myself and friends and family and really had it on the side for a long time while I held other positions that I actually ended up becoming pretty passionate about. Mm-hmm. But it was after I had Sai that I think it was like first breastfeeding and he I was really delicate. Everything was fine jewelry, delicate chains. Mm-hmm. First, I'm like breastfeeding. He's like tugging on the chains, like the necklaces came off. Then he's a toddler. He's pulling on my earrings or like a little bit, you know, not yep. taller, moving more. Starts pulling on my ears, like earrings came out changing diapers and cleaning poop and spit up and all the things like the rings came off, you know, and suddenly my husband was actually like for a jewelry designer, you don't wear any jewelry. And I always loved jewelry. So it kind of sparked the idea of, you know, my life had changed and didn't mean that I couldn't still wear things that I loved or that they couldn't still have a sentimental value to pass down um, or kind of like symbols and things like that that were meaningful to me. So the line shifted a bit into these, into being more gold filled, which I realized still, you know, doesn't tarnish and you can wear it swimming and in the shower and working out and all the things, but I didn't have to feel like I worried about it in the same way. Mm -hmm. It was more durable. A lot was on stretch elastic. So if my kids pulled at it, it didn't break. Um, And if I'm bathing them and cleaning them and doing all the things that I'm still doing, um, I didn't have to worry about the wear and tear. So. Absolutely. And I can I can definitely say that. Look, you as you know, I play with kids all day long and I do love jewelry, but unfortunately I don't get to wear it that often because as you know, kids are playing. I'm with Play-Doh. I mean, I can't even have a manicure half the time. Yeah. But I will say your jewelry, it is durable. I get a lot of my friends just the I don't know if it was your first piece, but the bre- the beaded bracelets. And now I'm getting them all because everyone's having kids. So I get them all with the children's initials or their names. So oh, I love it. Gift. But it's a good gift. yes, it's a great gift. And I think also your price point. I mean, I'm not, I don't know enough about jewelry to begin with, but 
you seem to make just these great pieces, like the one I'm wearing right now, but their prices are good. You know? Yeah. So how do you really end up, how do you do that? Because it's good quality, but it's also, I'm not yeah. breaking the bank to afford it. So it's, it's so interesting yeah, to well, me. I was trying to still make it accessible for mm-hmm. people. You know, it's, it's not solid gold. So mm-hmm. there is more wiggle that room there, but I wanted it to be something that people felt like wasn't so cheap that you think, oh, I'm, this is going to break and I'm going to throw this away in two seconds and it's never going to last. You know, most of the pieces and the bracelets I wear, I've had and worn for years. Yeah. And that's what I like about jewelry too. A lot of my stuff, I look at it and think if there's a special charm on it or a birthstone or something like that, I like, I'm like, oh, I can hand this down to Ever one day or if it has an initial on it, I hope, you know, that she'll wear it one day. That's like what jewelry is all about to me, at least. I like, I think a complete look because my style is like pretty basic. Mm-hmm. I'm endeared in jeans. So the only way that I can spice it up a little is if I put on an earring or put on a bracelet or put on a necklace. But I also think that what's special about it and different than a sweater or a sweatshirt or something like that is that there's this inherent sentiment behind it. It's often gifted and it's often means reminds you of a special occasion or you got it for your birthday or graduation or a push present present or Mother's Day or something like that. Yeah. And reminds you of a time in your life. I like that about it. I completely agree. And you said something interesting. So your style you said it was more basic or more simple. How does someone who has, and I look, I love your Instagram and I think I'm such a fan of yours. I think you're hysterical. And and I also think that Ever is turning into you. And your kids are funny, but <laughs> Ever, yeah, she gives like that, I mean, in the best way possible, like the look yeah. she gives during class sometimes and, you know, her facial expression, That's she's funny. Yep, yeah, the sense yeah. of humor. And, but what I'm wondering is, you know, you're very creative. So for someone who has this simple style, where does this creativity come from? Do you, you know, see things on social media and you're like, wow, I could do it better? Or is it really just, you know, you wake up and you have this creativity? You know, I think social media is great. It's like a blessing and a curse, Mm -hmm. but you know, it's hard to see things and then make them your own, you know, and not feel like you're copying somebody. So for me, I'm often just creating stuff that I would want to wear myself. Mm -hmm. Again, it's like how if I'm of an event coming up or something like that. I'm like, what what do I want to wear with that dress? Is it a necklace? Is it an earring? Is it what is it? Is it a ring? And if I don't have that in my closet, can I make it? And if I need it, maybe there's somebody else out there that needs it too. Yeah. It's really very selfish. <laughs> That's <laughs> okay because you're I want to wear myself. Yeah, but you're passionate about it. So if it's selfish, it's something you want to wear, which makes it, I think, more relatable. Um, but speaking of social media. Do you find, again, you know, going back to 2010, I guess Instagram really wasn't as big, but do you find that social media has launched your business or really just supported it or neither? Both. Both. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it didn't exist really when I first launched, I don't think. I'm trying to remember back. I don't really feel like I had to... At least it wasn't, it certainly wasn't what it is today. I think it's social. Like I said, I think I have like a love hate with it personally, but I don't think I would have a business without it. And I think it gives you an opportunity to share a personality or a viewpoint or a voice that you, it's really difficult to share just on your website. It's great. And that enables you to show a different side of the company and make it more personal, especially when the company's your name, Mm -hmm. there is a personal side behind it. So I like that element of it. I, you know, I was lucky to have some friends that were influencers. It was also at a time when influencers weren't being paid. They uh-huh. were just like being gifted yeah. stuff. So yeah. that was different. 
and people were happy to receive these gifts and post about them. Fast forward to a little bit more of today, I think it enables your customer to share, you know, purchases that they've gotten from you, which I think can go a really long way. Yeah. At one point, now I don't think it would float, but at one point I had a hashtag, show me your balls. Yeah. <laughs> and so I don't think you're allowed to do that anymore. <laughs> Maybe <but> not. <laughs> if you hashtag that now, I think we might see some very different photos. But, but uh, at the time, it was really cool because all of our customers would take pictures of their stacks of their wrists or their necklaces or whatever. And it really enabled it to be shared so naturally yeah. and organically. And yeah, without that, I don't know what I would have done, mm-hmm. you know, being paid advertising, I guess. So yeah, look, it's a different world now. How do you manage to really balance, you know, your brand, which is you, you know, it's your name and your personal life? Do you find that that's something that's difficult? Yes, I do. This is like my daily struggle. I personally don't feel comfortable sharing a lot of my personal life, specifically my children, because I feel like, oh, that just makes me so uncomfortable. And I don't have their consent to do that. And I don't know how they all feel about that later. And I love the idea of them being recognized on the street or people knowing things about them that maybe they wouldn't want them knowing, you know, they're young, and but eventually they'll have an opinion on this subject. And I don't yeah. know if they would love, maybe some of them would be okay with it and some of them wouldn't, but until then, and until they have understand what social media is and how it's shared. And also there's like, a, sadly, a lot of creepy people out there and I'm a public profile. Like I personally don't feel comfortable sharing a ton of my, my, children. However, they're a huge part of my life, pretty much the biggest part of it. And so social media is meant to be, I think the most successful accounts are the ones that are sharing their day to day and what's going on. And by the way, my kids are so cute. Like I think I would have great content. Your followers would triple. Yep. Yep. They're They're, funny. I think that, you know, it would be easy. It would be an easy win. Yeah. But I just don't feel comfortable doing that Mm -hmm. at this point in my, as a brand and in my life, maybe that will change one day, but it's hard because like I said, it is, it is a big part of my life. It is a big part of my day. So it's a real struggle. And I think it's relatable. You know, a lot of people want to be able to follow someone that they feel like they can relate with. If you're not sharing a ton of that personal side, it makes it a little bit harder to relate. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> I'm not sure because I'm happy to hear it. I really don't know. I, don't like, know. I don't have the kids yet, but I struggle with it too because I run out of content. I'm like, people want to see me with these clients or in class, but sometimes parents, A, don't want it or B, I don't really want to share much about my life, but I do think I, it's the same thing. It's a balance of you want to share, yeah. but you also want to protect your own privacy. You know, I have even gotten DMs and I'm like, it's a small little speech therapy practice. And I've gotten DMs from people that are mean. Um, So I can only imagine what people with a bigger following like you and just other, you know, influencers, what they get every day. But, you know, you brought up something interesting. Your kids, I adore your kids. I have met them all, you know, whether they're playing soccer in the backyard, I think they're hysterical, but they're all very different in their own way. You know, do you have any tips or what did you, what do you, think as far as like supporting like three very different children. Obviously, I know Ever is a little bit younger, but you have two older sons. Do you have any tips just for the Tata world, the Tata community of just raising these three very different kids? Yeah. No, my tips are typically don't take other people's tips. (laughs) But if you're going to, I think you kind of said it, actually. The point is that they are all really different. Mm -hmm. And 
it's important to recognize that. Right. I think you like assume for some reason, like when I found out I was having a second boy, I was like, oh, like this will be exactly like that one, you yeah. know, and you think same parents, same parenting style, yeah. you know, why wouldn't they just come out the exact same? And no, they're not. Yeah. And it takes a little time to realize maybe what worked with one doesn't necessarily work with another. Mm -hmm. They like relating in a different way. They like playing in a different way. They like being supported in a different way. You have to adjust your parenting a little bit. But if you're in tune with your kids, I think, and if you recognize and celebrate really their differences and respect their differences, Mm -hmm. it gets easier, you know, than treating everyone like the individuals that they are. Well, every episode, I feel like somehow I bring this up, like not to compare children, not to compare to other moms. Um, and I know you, again, going back to your Instagram, you always make jokes, whether it's like not having these quote unquote mom friends, or maybe, you know, you kind of keep more to yourself and to your family. Is that, you know, something that you just kind of go with the flow of what your kids want that day and just what you believe? Is that what you're trying to do in a way, or is it genuinely just like your kids are your best friends and you want to be with them more than any, you know, any other mom? They definitely are my best friends, but I think it really came, it started before I even had kids Hmm. that, uh, leading up people were sharing their deliveries and what happened to them in labor and what their pregnancies were like and what their deliveries were like. And I found it, I really didn't want, especially, I mean, now I can hear it, but pre sigh I really didn't want to know because I knew my journey wasn't going to be the same. Yeah. Everyone has a different experience. So it didn't make sense to hear somebody's amazing, smooth, whatever, when I knew that that ne- wasn't necessarily going to be me or this really traumatic emergency C-section and get yourself all worked up when that's not necessarily going to be you either. Mm -hmm. So from kind of the beginning, I tried to block out a little bit of the noise that sort of, I think has continued with my kids. I don't necessarily do what I think everybody else is doing. Mm -hmm. If I don't feel like it's right for my own children, whether that be all of the things (laughs) and anything. Yeah. <laughs> I just focus on where they're at and there and don't compare. Mm-hmm. I think a two-year-old, a two-year-old, like that could be very many different stages for different people, even within my own children ever. It's like potty chain and s- swimming and speaking fluid sentences. Like okay. I wasn't like that, you know? So I try not to compare them within each other and especially not with other parents and their children just because you only have a a very little bit of someone's story you know and what is going on for them and what their needs are and it just doesn't make sense necessarily to you know there's a lot of factors so I really kind of stay in slur (laughs) you stay in your own little I I don't want to call it a a circle or a, a bubble. bubble, but yeah, in a way, a bubble. But uh-huh. I think it's hard now. I mean, I actually, so I have this Tata Instagram, but I also recently deleted or deactivated my personal. Um, yeah. And it wasn't because I'm, I, I'm pretty confident. It wasn't about comparing myself to other people. I just, I started to just feel like things were fake or, you know, I see this amazing vacation, but it's probably not as amazing as whatever it is. And again, it was like trying just not to compare. And a lot of moms actually tell me that they're like, well, this kid's saying this and my kid's not. And what do I do? And 
you know, I think that social media, like you said, it's great in a lot of ways, but it's also so detrimental in a lot of ways that it's, it's not like it's, it's so not easy. And you are only getting a little bit of the story. And was that a kid, a first, a, you know, is it a first child, a third child, a yeah. second child? Are they going to class? Do they have, you know, there's just like. Makes a difference. A yeah. Lot, it's, you know, a lot of other factors, I think. Yeah. And yeah. I think, especially after COVID, I think so many people are, I don't know if they're home anymore, especially not in Florida, but people are just sitting on their phones and just, you know, we stalk, we do this, and it's just so much comparison, which again, not ever helpful. But this actually brings up something that I wanted to ask you. So when did you move to Florida? Was this a COVID move or were you guys here? No, yeah, we were actually right before COVID. We were the December before. So you came from New York, correct? Or was it California? Yeah, New York. Came from New York. Yeah. And if that isn't a lesson in like the best laid plans yeah. or thinking you know everything, I don't know what is. I think I will constantly go back to COVID as a great example of like you just have no idea yeah. what's coming and don't think that you do. Yeah. Right. You can have <laughs> it's like you have a plan and God laughs. It's totally. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I I thought I was gonna come for, you know, six months and then reevaluate. Then everyone came. <laughs> there yeah. was nothing to reevaluate. No one was like Right, everyone's here. Yeah. Everyone was here and we certainly weren't going back to New York at that point. That wasn't an option. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think, you know. But you've raised kids in both places. Do you have a preference? Mm -hmm of New York versus Miami in terms of just school and raising kids and just everything? You know, I think there's no perfect place. If there was, we would all be there. Yeah. But for me and my priorities and what I've felt here, I do feel like it's easier raising children here. I think it would be hard to say that having a house and a yard and warm weather doesn't make it easier. I, in the morning, often before school, we'll go outside even if it's just like 10 minutes before we get in the car and he'll play soccer before we go to school, you wouldn't be able to do that in New York. And I think that that goes a really long way for a boy with a lot of energy yeah. that's being asked to, you know, sit still at school. Yeah. Like the birds are chirping. It's always sunny, which you're is in the good. pool. Yeah. And I think yeah, you, you take I, ever in the pool basically every day, right? Oh my God. Yeah. Because she's like, mommy, I got a good idea. Let's go swimming. <laughs> Okay. Great. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. It's not about school and it's not about the education. And people sometimes say, well, how could you have? And I was in New York for about eight, nine years. And look, there's pros and cons to every place. You can be in Dallas. You can be in, I don't know, yeah. Wisconsin. Um, but I personally think, and again, I am born and raised in Miami, so I have a little bit of bias, but I do <laughs> think that just the lifestyle allows children. And from a speech therapy perspective, you know, you can communicate by being outside in the environment or you, like you can express yourself. Going in a pool is a form of expression. The exposure to being outside and I mean, it's kind of hard to be in a bad mood when the sun is shining and the birds are chirping. Yeah. My kids are always naked. I don't know if that's good or bad, but <laughs> they express they themselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have what? seen it. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I think everyone's seen it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I love that for yeah. them. Yeah. So I'm really happy here. Yeah. And again, COVID taught me that anything can happen and anything can change. And now I never say never. Yeah, absolutely. For now, I feel really, I feel really lucky. Yeah. I feel like they have a pretty good, pretty good gig, pretty good life. I agree. So obviously everyone is different and we're trying not to compare and tips are different from every person. 
But if you do have tips, first I want to ask um, more about the business end and then we'll go to family. But tips for just someone starting, looking to start a business, whether it's a mom who is busy with kids all day or even just um, someone younger looking to get, you know, tips on how to start a business. Do you have any for us? Yeah, don't do it. But definitely do it. <laughs> don't start a business. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no day off, days off, you know. Tell so us about that. Be mindful of that. I think it's like the best part and the and and the worst part maybe, but the success is on your shoulders and the failure is on your shoulders, you yeah. know? And I like that about it mm-hmm. actually. I like the flexibility that it's given me to determine what success means to me and it doesn't necessarily might not be what it means to other people Uh but I think anybody that's looking to start something should go in clear about that like what would success look like for them Uh I also think it's important to keep things in perspective especially Especially when you have children between school activities and sick days and doctor's appointments and dentists and like I said, school requirements and all these things like your day gets derailed Mm -hmm. often, your work gets derailed often, I like to keep it in perspective and just say like tomorrow's a new day you know, I'll get to it tomorrow. It's okay. My priorities are really, I'm really clear about my priorities. Mm -hmm. And I think you only have little kids for like four years, and then they don't really need you. Yeah, as the same way different. Yep. Maybe not as physically, maybe more mentally or something. But the balance is what you make it. I think, like I said, keeping things in perspective is important or you could get really frustrated or derailed and yeah it's not easy but it's also really rewarding when it's all your own mm-hmm. and I think also the flexibility of being able to schedule your time the way you want and prioritize the time the way you want is really special especially if you have kids and you can be there for them in ways that you maybe wouldn't be able to be otherwise yep absolutely I completely agree look I have to take the advice that you're giving too I think for me I, if some, if I get negative feedback, first of all, ruins my day, which I'm working on, oh. but I also, um, I Nobody do. gives you negative feedback. <laughs> Who's giving you, you put, tell them to call me. I'll send them your way. I'll have them send you a DM. Um, <laughs> that'll be my new response. Um, <laughs> yeah, but perfect. you know, I do think just in general, there is tomorrow. And I think that's something I want to take from this, if anything, and I'll remind our little community listening, but you can always work on it tomorrow or, you know, nothing is, especially when you have children. Nothing is going to come before that. Um, And for me, I don't have the children yet, but I have to just remember, like, this isn't life or death. I can handle this tomorrow. And I think that's great feedback. It's supposed to be fun. You know, you're doing it because you like it. Yeah. And you started this because you love it. So it's like remembering it's supposed to be fun. The minute it becomes not fun, it's like you could work for someone else and have no fun. You know? Right. It may as well. Yeah. (laughs) Really easy to do. Absolutely. Two-week vacations and sick days and stuff like that for no fun. No, thank you. I don't ever want to go back to that. Um, And then what about, just to finish off here, what about for family and raising children? Again, we're not looking for necessarily a tip someone has to follow, but something that you really stand by. Oh, my gosh. It's so hard. That's also meant to be fun. So That's perfect answer. Yeah, have fun. Yeah, there's times, right? And everyone, like, loses their cool and that's normal, but – I'm enjoying it, you know, and I think that even when there's like three kids are crying at the same time, like it's kind of funny, you know. <laughs> yeah, make light of everything. Yeah, so nonsense, you know. Like about, by the way, they're crying. It's like 
their sandwich was caught in the wrong direction or something like that. So it's all, it's all good. You know, it's all just have, just have fun. Have fun. Business professionally with family. I completely agree. And I also, I, I want ever please tell us how we can um, find you, whether that's your social media, your website, because your Instagram, you're funny on Instagram. And I think a little bit of your personality is really lately starting to come out with like your sense of humor. I mean, it's always been there. It's great. Like, you might be the only one, but I'm going to do it for you. I'm going to like let it, let it out more. Just knowing Thank that you're you. watching. Every time yeah. you have like a joke on there, like you're making fun of your kids, you're just going to think of me now. Um, but where can our listeners find you? You are looking for all things jewelry and, and more coming actually, oh. not just jewelry. Okay. Yeah, good. Everything's coming. AlexaLee.com. If you want to hear more of my sound bites and, you know, that my see pictures of my wrist and pictures of my children's feet. Yep. Then you can find me at Alexa Lee. I think that's it. Alexa Lee. Yep. L-E-I-G-H. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. I got you. Those are your two best places. I dabble in TikTok, but I certainly haven't figured that one out yet. That's oh, for you would be so podcast. good. You would be fabulous <laughs> on TikTok. I will help. I, I will come over and help you. I think that's going to be great. You. I need a tutorial. <laughs> great. Done. Tutorial. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I think you are just natural. You're yourself. You're confident. And even though that might not be the case every day, um, it certainly comes off with your children because I think they're fabulous as well. Come over and play with us. Thanks so much for listening to today's podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Don't forget to visit Talking With Tata on Instagram and on Facebook.